0: Welcome along, Gardening Talkback, and welcome along, uh, Scotty Sharp. been a long time since I've seen you, mate. Thank you very much for coming in. What well, we, we, should we chat, we chat, but yeah, in the flesh, it's it's very good to see you. Absolutely. Well, look, off off air, we've been doing talking a lot of legal matters, so we probably won't bring that up front today. But Valentine's Day. Now, I'm pretty sure you've done something special for your special someone. Uh, look, it's in the planning stages. Uh, <laughs> <It's> in the <laughs> planning sure, phase. <laughs> I'm sure we'll progress it on to the next, uh, we'll action it in some way before the end of the day. Oh, right, look, I love the sound out of those official terms you're looking for some what state and federal funding to come through is that what it is? the application's in for that as well we'll see what happens all right and first up today uh leano from redhead you uh, have got uh, some inquiries about a sage bush and scotty is ready to give you some sage advice oh, oh
1: wonderful good
0: day scotty he's been working on that one for the last five minutes, Liano. Five minutes uh, good on him it's the best i can do mate anyway how can scotty help you today
2: yeah, I've tried cultivating it, uh, cuttings and a few other variations but I haven't been successful. I'm just wondering what's the best way of getting a few uh, more sage plants.
1: Yeah, look, seed's a great way to grow sage as well, a nice easy way to grow it. Uh, just go get the packet of seeds, make the seed trade up and then just get the uh, you know little seedlings and split them apart at that time. When have you been trying to take the cuttings from your existing plant?
2: Yeah, all the time. That's probably why I wait till it flowers. I've done it before. I've I've planted it in water, just like rosemary, you know, and and that wasn't successful and in dirt. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Obviously, I'm doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, look, I don't think doing it in water like rosemary is going to be successful for sage. You need to take your cuttings where it's still, you know, it's just slightly hardening off and getting a little bit, you know, more barky. But, you know, it's still slightly green. That's where you take your cuttings. You can go and get uh, hormone powder if you want to, and you dip the, the uh, cuttings into that. Uh, some people also say to dip it into honey. That helps as well. Uh, and then if you get a seed-raising mix or a propagation mix, they're very well-drained. Uh, So you just put those cuttings in there and just water them and keep the soil generally moist. Um, So, look, that might be a way just to to give it a try. Sage is a very easy plant to grow. Um, It's a very tough plant, uh, you know, survives in in low, uh, you know, water situations out in the full sun. Uh, But for cuttings, I wouldn't leave them in the full sun. I'd just have them in... Uh, you know, some dappled light, you know, shaded area. yeah, you know, maybe where they're getting some sunlight in the morning and then, you know, after about 11, 12 o'clock, it goes away. So just manoeuvre it around a little bit. Uh, Look, yeah, maybe that, uh, you know, trying some uh, rooting powder, uh, you know, or cutting powder, whatever you want to call it, uh, or some honey, that might do the trick for you. It feels like
2: the seeds
1: might be the go. Yeah, look, and you're getting so many out of a packet of seeds. Uh, You know,
0: it's real value for money if you do it with the seeds. Wonderful, right Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Liano. Good to talk to you. Thank you so much, Liano. And Linda at Wall's End, you've replanted your garden and it's not working out for you. What's happening, Linda?
3: (laughs) Well, I must tell you that I am not a gardener. I can cook, but I can't garden, much to my parents' um, heartbreak. But anyway, we bought a house that's 18 years old. We've replanted six gardens and there's just one garden at the front that everything seems to be dying in. I've put in a teddy magnolia and I've put in um, snowball agapanses around it. It's on a a slope. It's been watered. It's been fertilized. I've sat there and I've said nice things to it. (laughs) But I've already replaced one magnolia and I just don't know what to do.
1: Oh, now, look, is that out in the full sun, that particular garden?
3: It is, yeah,
1: yes. Okay, and uh, is it fresh soil that you've put in there, or is yeah? It...
3: We did. We we dug it up and put fresh soil. There is a um, power line running underneath the garden, so we couldn't dig it too deep. But we certainly put in new soil um, and everything.
1: Okay, so look very wise. You didn't <laughs> dig too deep with the power line underneath I know. there. D- before you dig. Yeah, all that That's sort of it. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, and you said it's on a slope. Often when you've got uh, a garden bed on a slope, the water does drain away. Um, look, that, that said, it sounds like you have been doing the right things. Try your teddy bag magnolia again. The only thing you might do is when you go and, and grab a new one, um, mm. Take some of the soil from the surrounding area, and just see if the uh, garden centre you take you go to will do a pH test for you. Uh, right. Now the reason I asked about you putting in fresh soil because often uh, you know people go to their landscape supplies and uh, you know they get they get soil. Sometimes it can be really packed out with poultry manure. Right. And poultry manure is very alkaline, uh, so. You might just want to try that just to make sure that you've got a neutral pH of, you know, around okay. seven or say down to six and a half, which is just slightly acidic. And uh-huh. your magnolias will like that. But if you've got a very alkaline, uh, you know, soil there, then the magnolia might not be liking that at all. Um, right. But again, look... Sorry? yeah,
3: would well, that affect the agapanthers as well? Because I saw it, and everyone says to me, You can't kill an agapanther.
1: No, look, generally, um, generally you can't but I have a way. Yeah. depending on, on how alkaline that soil is, if it is. All right. um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, look, I would do that uh, take some of that soil along, um, get it tested for pH, uh, and then just when you get your new plants, just generally keep them really well watered because of that sloping right. effect.
3: Sure. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Scott.
1: Have you mulched as well, Linda? That's also the other thing to do.
3: Um, yeah, is that the bits of bark on the
1: top? You look, you can do that. I would be more inclined if you've got a problem bed like that to Mm. use a a different mulch, say sugarcane mulch, uh, because it forms a nice thick matter like a duna, like a moisture duna for the plants. Uh, And so the the water doesn't evaporate as much, it eventually breaks down and feeds into the soil. You can put down your sugarcane mulch and then put Pine bark over the top of that if you're worried about the appearance of it, but I, right. I, I would just try and build up that soil with some organic it's matter. Just,
3: it's just where it is. Like the other, the other five gardening garden beds that we've planted out are all thriving and surviving, but this one just doesn't. There's something there that they're just not happy about.
1: Look, so I, I'd say when your mum and dad come over for tea. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm definitely guiding them around, you know, to look at those five really good (laughs) garden beds and keeping them away from the garden. I'm sort of
3: thinking that if I cook you tea, maybe then you can come and
0: tell me what's
3: going
4: on.
0: Just a thought, just a thought. No, no, that's all right. but The important question is, Linda, because you've you've sort of leaned on this cooking thing for a couple of times. Your signature dish is what?
3: Um, Sweet or savoury, what would be your choice?
1: Oh, look, I'm probably sweet. We won't talk for Mark. All
3: right. All right. Yeah, I haven't heard his sweet, so yes, I, I can get Either. that. Either. Um, no, prob- I'm probably known for my passion fruit melting moments. Oh. Or oh. or Portuguese custard
0: tart. So, oh, <laughs> that yeah. just sounds too good. Yeah. We'll yep. be, we'll yep. be so here is that at worth a
3: garden visit?
0: Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, next Monday at this spot, feel free to bring one in. Yep, yep. And if you grow your own passion fruits as well, that's even better. That's oh, a, Yeah.
3: Listen. If I can't get a garden going, do you think I could grow passion
1: fruit?
0: <laughs> no. Well, thank Not you. Not very good. Thank you for the call, Linda, and good luck with it. All right, good luck with it. And, and hey, some nice dessert could be coming your way, Scotty. I, 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 an I, and, it. Well, and your way too, Mark. And Scotty, you were sort of kind of uh, a bit of the closet romantic. You said earlier on, I was still working on my you know valentine's day uh, gift you actually did now just telling me you're actually taking your other half to Adelaide to see some opera that's very romantic of you absolutely all expenses paid trip for her down to adelaide i'll even you know the rows and everything when we get to the airport. Houses, wowzers, wowzers. Good stuff. Well, mate, well, well done. Congratulations on being Mr. Romance. (laughs) Um, Some more calls coming through, so we'll try and get to those for you very soon on 49216216. Uh, What else have you got over there, Scotty? Well, I was going to talk about pineapples. It's lovely and warm out there at the moment. And if people did
1: have a pineapple planted in the garden, they are actually quite easy to to do. Related to bromeliads as well, um, just as a a little aside there. And don't look too bad as an ornamental plant in your garden. Uh, I remember wondering, up in Adamstown uh, one time a few years ago. And people actually had their pineapples all just growing along and then you get the funny little spike come yes. up. But look, really easy to look after. They're bromeliad, don't need uh, much water. They will tolerate being out in the full sun. But uh, look, I'd probably suggest down here where it's less humid uh, that they do get some shade uh, in the afternoon to keep uh, you know that really intense heat away from them. Uh, at the moment, uh, you know they are they should have a little pineapple on there. if it stays nice and warm, you will get it to ripen, um, but you probably have to wait you know well into March for that to occur uh, look they don 't need great soil either again they 're a really tough easy to look after plant um, and uh, if you just water them over the leaves. They don't have a big root system like a bromeliad. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything gets absorbed in there. You could even use a little bit of uh, you know, liquid uh, fertiliser as well at a half-strength, water that over the leaves, it will be absorbed in there. So, yeah, look, a really great... Cute little thing even for the kids to grow because it is so easy. They love the look of the uh, pineapple coming up on the top. You can do it in pots. Uh, you can do it in the ground. But, uh, yeah, just a, a nice,
0: simple, little fun plant. Yeah, don't taste half bad either. Uh, heading to Budgie Woy, Arthur, you've uh, got some uh, questions on your mattress button plant today. Hello, Arthur. How can I uh, help you? I'm
2: just uh, wondering if you need some idea. I don't want to film my plant. How do you fertilize? A mattress bundle. Like, you now, it came home with me from the jungles sort of the Amazon on my boots.
1: <laughs> okay, see, okay.
2: And it propagated near my tank. And from now on, from then, I've had a lot of success in getting babies off them.
1: Yes. But
2: I've not gained a fertilizer. As I'm sure, you know, I put the wrong sort of fertilizer on Ted
1: So, te- so you've, you've been to the Amazon, have you? Yes. Wow, Arthur, that's that's pretty impressive, just off the, off the bat. There, I I, I love to hear that. Um, so, and you reckon it just came as a seed back in the day? Did it on on your boots?
2: Yes. yes. Well, I stuck my boots and we went down and to go after that. Yeah. And I stuck my boots in a plastic bag and put them in the back of my backpack. Yes. And when I was cleaning them near the tank out the backyard, I washed all this soil off them. And I'd propagate them into my garden, you know, around the tank. But I've been fer- never fertilised them because I think, what do I put on them? Yes, I'm, it's a wonderful looking plant. It's beautiful. But the button, the seedlings come. The seeds come off uh, like a, if you know what a mattress button looked like. Yes, it was leather and it was pulled down in the Cod. Yeah, just keep them together. And it's a beautiful. I've been growing plants for most, you know, had lots of plants that no one else had, and uh, I just don't know what to do with oil. There's nothing in the Googling that will give me any information.
1: Well, I think the safest thing for you to do, because it's going to be a fairly soft plant, um, you know, being being sort of, you know, a shade-loving plant, I would be inclined to use just some blood and bone, now you can use that uh, both, uh, you know, in a pot if you've got them in pots, or if you've got them growing yeah. in the ground. Now, the thing with blood and bone to do, uh, sorry, not, well, not to do is, is the is the thing, is to not put it there in big lumps because it starts to become a little bit hydrophobic and it repels water. So if you are going to use blood and bone, just sprinkle it very softly around the top of the soil. The other thing you could do as well with blood and bone, if you wanted to, you can mix it up in a bucket, uh, you know, and, and just try and dissolve that in and use that as a, like a liquid fertilizer. And it's going to be very, very safe um, for your plant. It won't harm it at all.
2: Well, I hope so. I wouldn't have thought about that. And I, you know, I'm very pleased I rang you. That's um, great.
1: Now, I'm I'm particularly worried, Arthur, um, you've brought home some plants. I'll be worried about your fish tank. Did you bring <laughs> home a piranha from the Amazon?
2: Uh, we caught them. Yes? We caught them and saw the pink dolphins over there. Oh. You know.
0: Good. Lovely, lovely. Well, thank you for the call. Appreciate it very much. All right, good on you, Arthur. And uh, we will just head to uh, Morris here quickly. Patricia, uh, you're uh, starting on a, an avocado journey.
4: Yes, I am. I am. I've got two on the uh, window sill in glass jars, and one's about 60 centimetres tall with about six to seven leaves on it.
1: Yes, very good, very good.
4: And I'd like to put them in a pot.
1: Look, you can certainly do that uh, eventually, as we know, it's going to get a little bit big for you, but at, at least for a couple of years, uh, you can plant your avocado and keep it in a pot, then you can you know make sure it's being well watered, you can move it around the yeah. garden to uh, get different you know you know amounts of sunlight if you want to. Uh, so look, yeah, most certainly just uh, very you know carefully gingerly um, pick it up and and plant it in the soil and then just keep on watering it nicely.
4: So would you cover the seed?
1: Oh, yes, look at Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'd, you'd cover the seed. Um, now, the other thing to do is uh, where is it? Oh, you've said you've got it on the windowsill. Is it in the, in full the kitchen? Sun? Yeah, is it in the kitchen? It's in full, the, kitchen. In the, it's full in the sun? shade. Ah, yes, no, excellent. it's in the shade. So, now in that case, you're going to have to be careful about the way you graduate it back outside. You won't be able to just put it out in the full sun. Um, so, you'll pot it up in a pot. Uh, You maybe keep it on the veranda for a little while where it's getting some dappled light or under some other trees. And then Uh over time, you can graduate it back out to the full sun.
4: And any sort of fertilizer or anything?
1: Well, look, I'd be very careful. It's probably a little bit tender the way you've, you've struck it. So again, like we were just talking to Arthur, I'd actually use some blood and bone. Uh, even mix that up into a liquid if you wanted to and use that right. yeah, and water okay. that into the plant. Uh, look, other thing, and the great thing is you're going to have it in a pot, is that when it gets to winter here uh, in New South Wales, in Newcastle, uh, the avocados you know, don't particularly like the, a cold blast of wind or those uh, cold no. nights, so you'll be able to move it around uh, just to uh, keep it out of the wind, if you need to, or you know, put it back under the veranda so it doesn't have the cold settle on it, and that's going to be important for such a you know little tiddler of a plant,
0: um, mm. you know, in its first couple of years. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, appreciate the call, Patricia. <laughs> 2 RFM 103.7 as we continue uh, Gardening Talkback. Today we'll leave Valentine's Day Gardening Talkback with Mr Romance over there, Scotty I, I came into the studio with a rose between my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> All right, we are heading back uh, into the garden, though. And, Joe, you're at Cardiff. And uh, what's going on with your Madonna lilies, Joe?
5: That's what I want you to help me with, oh, oh, Scott. Help me with. There's um, no be helping no, you.
0: haven't got a clue, but Scotty, Scotty, will <laughs> set you straight. Don't I'll, you worry. I'll give it a crack, Joe. Tell, tell us what's oh, going okay.
5: on. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I had him in a garden bed, like in a trough, around like spaliation, um, uh, undercover. Uh, so for years, about about eleven years, anyway. We we. Notice they're all not flowering, dropping off and getting root rot. So we removed them and we just put a a large Mondo grass because it's like an outdoor area. Okay, so we did that. But we noticed that we had shoots of the lilies coming up. So I said to my husband, put them in some pots. And so we did that. Well, they just took off and they were just green, beautiful, big leaves. No flowers.
1: Oh, and, and, and they and they had been flowering nicely before for you.
5: Oh yeah, fifteen years they were there, but in uh, fifteen years it, they just gave up the ghost, you know. So, um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so and my question is to you: is why are they not flowering?
1: Yes. Did you stick them into some good potting mix when you did the repot?
5: Oh, okay. Oh, my husband did
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a damn by faint praise. Yeah, there. Have, isn't you, have, it? You, have, you, have you just yeah, answered yeah. the question
0: for us? I think. <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah,
1: uh, look, that, that's all right. Look, I would just say though, if anyone is going to repot, especially you know indoor plants like a Madonna Lily, uh, make sure you're using a really good potting mix. Uh, so there's lots of body and oomph there for the uh, the plant to uh, to use up for flowering and keeping that really nice green leafy growth. But look, if he hasn't done that, and look, we're not saying he hasn't here at this point in time, uh, you can sort of we can get around that by you fertilising. Uh, has he or you been fertilising them in any way?
5: Um, I think. When he did it. He would have done that because he's quite pedantic. So, um, but as for the fertilizer,
1: I don't know if it was a really good one. But. Uh, that, that's alright like you, I, you think he might. Uh, it's, it's not sounding really hopeful. But I think if he gets some fertilizer now, or you get some fertilizer uh, and, and start fertilising those plants, uh, a you'll get you know the the green growth just staying really nice and fresh and, and lush for you, and you'll also get some flowers coming on there as well. Now, there, okay. there are, um, you know, things like flourish, green and growth, uh, they're for indoor plants. Uh, flourish. You can, yeah, flourish? Yeah, flourish. Or you can also, if you want to specifically get a lot of flowers out of the plant, start using, using some potash, some sulphate of potash. Now, you can get that in either a powder form um, or a liquid form, but in the end, you have to mix it up into a liquid anyway to, to um, water into those pots. Okay. So I would be getting some sulphate of potash, I think, just to promote that flowering of those plants.
5: All right. Okay, then. But Thank just a, you.
1: Just another all-round general fertiliser, um, just to con- continue that really nice uh, shiny green that they get.
5: Yeah, well, they, they, they look wonderful, and they just got no flowers. Yeah. Oh, they, one had some, but they were really stumpy. They didn't come up really beautiful and big. They yeah. just were really stumpy.
1: Yeah, so look, that that's pointing then that, uh, you know, you might need that sulphate of potash to try and improve that flowering. Uh, Spaths, you know, madonna lilies will grow in inside in, you know, virtual darkness. So, uh, yep. you know, moving them out to the sunlight's really not going to promote the flower. Well, it might promote it a little bit, but, uh, you know, I, I'd be more inclined to just use those fertilisers I've spoken about and give them a bit of a boost along. Yes.
5: Thank you, okay. and have a have a happy Valentine
1: to you. You too, and I, I hope uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Joe did the right thing. <laughs>
5: yeah,
1: now we're too
0: old now. Uh, no, never. <laughs> that's why. That's
5: why. That, that's my um, answer all the time. Thank you
0: very much. Joe, you're never too <laughs> old for some chocolates and flowers, though. Oh, I know. But it sort
5: of goes out the window a bit. Oh. Okay. OK. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Joe.
0: Good. Scotty, you've got three more fast ones. You reckon you can do it? Well, I can do it. I can do it. It's one like speed dating, S- speed gardening. Yes. Maybe. We'll see how we go. And uh, Margaret from Dungog, good afternoon. Some African violets. What's going on?
4: Well, my African violets won't flower, and I was just wondering if if I I just heard you saying potash. Yes. If I could put a bit of potash on them.
1: You certainly can. Uh, I would definitely make sure, though, that you mix it into a, a... Like I said, it comes in a powder... Or in a liquid form, but you do need to mix it into a liquid, even if you get the powder, um, because you can't just sprinkle the powder on, you will start to harm the plants. Um, You can definitely do that. What about just a a general all-round fertiliser? You can get African violet fertiliser out there. Well, I I
4: couldn't get that, and I've got go-go juice, and I've... uh... That down. I made up a two litre container, and I think it had seven mils of this awful smelling go-go juice in it. <laughs> and um, I give them what two drops once a month.
1: Yeah, look, and I think that's going to be great for the the leafy growth on an African but violet. I, I
4: don't, I don't put it on the leaves. I just put it on the on the soil. But yeah. I just wondered they're not flowering, and I just wondered if I could use potash.
1: Yes, I would definitely use some potash. My old uh, mother. Uh, she also used to, I remember, use cold tea on African violets. Oh, yes? Yes. I, I don't know if that still works uh, or, or why she what? did that. Um, but well, we we'll put the tea
4: leaves out, on
1: it or...? Yeah, well, no, it was actually, she just, like, I think the cold tea from the pot uh, she used oh, to yes? use on it. Uh, but, look, I think I'd use the potash first. So yes, maybe... uh, uh, you'd
4: mix it up and, and um, I'm, I mean, I'm just giving these other ones two drops a month uh, of go juice uh, I can't get the other stuff up here, so.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, look, yeah. give that a try and see how you go. We'll hear back from you. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Margaret. And uh, some more gardening talk back now from Wall's End. Jeanette. What's happening with your curling leaves?
6: <laughs> oh, hello. Um, all of my citrus trees um, and the leaves are curling. They're still quite green, but yellow where they've curled in. And I also have a fig tree which has just. Started the leaves are very dry around the edges. Yes, um, and they're also curling. I read about it, and they said overwatering, but it, they feel really dry.
1: Yeah, so with, with a fig tree, even though they will more or less grow on the side of a rock, I do think they need to be watered. And if you're seeing, uh, you know, browning around the outside of a leaf, uh, that's yep. generally a, a sign to me that it's not getting quite enough water. So with your fig tree, I would uh, you know up the watering on that. And just keep yes. it keep it generally moist uh, with your curling leaves. That's actually very pressing. I was going to talk about uh, citrus leaf miner um, today, um, and that is a real problem in February and March here in Newcastle. Uh, there's a little tiny little white cute moth.
6: Oh, that, yes, there have been lots
1: of those around. Yeah, so now what it does is it lands on your citrus. Uh, there's usually new growth on your citrus at the moment. It's nice and fresh and easy uh, yep. for the little eggs it lays, uh, like, and then those little eggs hatch out. You get, uh, I guess, like a little larva that goes in between the membrane of the leaf, uh, and you might see it tracking around, and that creates that leaf curl Uh, If it's really, really bad, you just have to prune it off. But when you get some new growth coming on the plant, then you have to spray with a product called Eco Oil. Uh, It's very good. It uh, creates a protective coating over the leaf of the plant and stops those little larvae getting in and doing the damage.
6: Eco Oil.
1: Eco Oil is the one you want.
6: Okay. And can I just ask one more thing? I got some Malathon and white oil from you just recently. Can I use that on tomatoes?
1: Uh, look, you, you can. Uh, as to why you'd be using that at the moment, uh, if you were only going to be spraying for fruit fly, you'd probably just use malathon by itself. Uh, All right. Yes, but using uh, malathon and white oil, people used to use that to keep scale under control uh, because yep. the white oil would permeate uh, through the waxy shell of the scale and take the malathon chemical in and kill the little insect in underneath. So uh, that's more likely for, for scale insects.
6: Okay. All right. Well okay. I'll the eco oil
0: go. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, and the last up we're we're still in a wall's end and good afternoon, Helen. How can Scotty help you with your fig tree? Yeah,
7: hi Scott. I've had a fig tree for quite a while. Um, all that rain we had in, in the January actually made it grow really big, but the figs aren't as big as I would like, and they're they're on the tree, but they're not um, they're not ripening up. Uh, is there a reason for that? I mean, they're still um, yeah green type of thing, and they haven't got the colour in them yet.
1: Okay, uh, and Helen, and is your plant uh, getting the full sun at the moment?
7: Uh, no, part. But... Yeah, sometimes it's behind the shed,
1: but it's still getting some sun. Okay, look, I think that's going to be the problem. Figs like to be, you know, generally out in the full sun. Uh, and I think that's going to be the problem with your ripening. And it's a good rule of thumb, really, with any plant, and citrus, especially if you've got citrus in your garden, uh, they won't ripen properly unless they're out in the full sun. And I think that could also be the case with your fig.
7: Oh, i has been there about 10 years so I'm <laughs>
1: not about to, <laughs> to move it. So look yeah, the thing is they uh-huh. they will ripen for you. Just going to have to wait a little bit longer um you know perhaps into uh, March for for them to ripen properly for you. Yeah, okay
7: Scott. Thanks
0: for your help. Okay, appreciate the call Helen. Thank you. Bye. All right and I think that may uh, do us today Scotty. What a a great varied variety of uh, different yeah, problems you've sorted out today. Well, hopefully we have. I like the, uh, the the speed gardening at the end. That's a great idea. Just bam, <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> all right, mate. You enjoy the rest of your day. Go and uh, can get that uh, yeah big holiday sorted out for your other half. Now, absolutely, all and expenses paid. And the I red rose it. out of my teeth. <laughs> all right, another gardening tour back back next week with Scotty Sharp right here at Two your RFM.